This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome to Dollars and Cents with Blair Manton from Sands and Associates, helping you get out of debt. So, what to do with debt? where to go to get debt help, and this segment is about some common solutions that you might find out there, or you will find out there, and, and whether you choose to jump on the bandwagon or not, it's entirely up to you. So Blair's going to explain lots of different resources that you might consider reaching out for guidance in dealing with your debt, as well as some debt management solutions. So Blair, you and your team at Sands & Associates talk to people every day, hundreds of people every day, I'm sure, who are looking for help to figure out what they can do with their debt. So besides going to a licensed insolvency trustee, where else would people often turn or what have you found that where people go for debt advice or planning? Well, from my experience, Elaine, most people don't really know what resources they have available for support when they find themselves in debt. It's not a situation, you know, people want to spend a lot of time and or spend a lot of time contemplating. So it often means people have a series of trial and error before they actually find the right professional to help them out of a tough debt situation. Uh, sometimes that can be discouraging, but it can also come as a cost to finances, to your time and even your personal well-being. So there's a lot of reasons why you don't want to stay in debt any longer than you have to. Um, so it can feel stressful there, but it can also feel overwhelming when you're trying to understand all the different approaches and decide on which strategy is going to be your best bet. Um, you know, the simplest point I want to make today is if you're dealing with anything debt related, you don't need to, to think too far. A licensed insolvency trustee is your most appropriate resource to seek out. Licensed Insolvency Trustee are Canada's only regulated debt health professionals, specifically trained, certified, regulated to provide debt advice and debt management services to both consumers and businesses. So if you're dealing with somebody that's not a licensed insolvency trustee, you know, various professionals have various different skills. But if your concern is mainly around debt, an LIT is definitely the best place for you to start. Okay. Well, let's talk about the other ones so people are aware. Oh, oh, you're not a licensed insolvency trustee. Oh, you're not actually regulated by anybody to help me with this thing. Because I think that's important. Well, for sure. And there's definitely, you know, a number of people in the financial sphere that just have different focuses and might be experts in their area of expertise. Uh, as I'm an expert in debt, but I wouldn't be giving you advice on insurance, for example. You'd want to go to an insurance agent for it. So a lot of times people start off with a financial planner and a financial planner can be a great help with investments, with insurance, retirement, estate planning, and so on and so forth. Uh, and if you find yourself in debt, the financial planner might be able to help you by looking at your budget and giving you some basic coaching. Uh, but you do need to understand that a financial planner doesn't have any education in the type of debt resolution options that exist in Canada. Uh, and these legislation and regulations change often. You need to make sure you're getting the most um, up-to-date information for your situation. Um, so at Sands & Associates, there's a number of financial planners that I work with where if I've got a client who's finishing a proceeding, I know when they're going to get set up to start saving money again, the financial planner can help them. And these same professionals, if they have someone come to them who's got a debt situation, They'll refer them to a licensed insolvency trustee and say, okay, let's get the debt situation sorted first, and then we can talk about putting together this great financial plan for the future. 
Uh, aside from a financial planner, a lot of people will approach their bank or other lenders. And if you meet the eligibility criteria, your bank might be able to offer you some options to restructure your debt. Uh, and a bank advisor is going to tell you, you know, here's the options, here's what's available. You have to be careful if you're dealing with a bank or other lender that they're not going to reduce your debt. At best, you might be able to reduce some interest. And obviously, there's a difference there of whose best interest are they looking out for. They're looking out for the bank's best interest, certainly. Uh, and that might not be the same as your best interest. Uh, the last couple of people that, that uh, individuals tend to reach out to if they're having financial trouble, uh, one to be very careful of, and it sounds like a little bit of a, of a misnomer here, but debt consultants and credit counselors, uh, very much buyer beware because the programs, the plans, and the services um, offered by various consultants or credit counselors can vary widely from their fees, their expertise, and there's a severe lack of regulation. Literally anybody can call themselves a credit counselor. There's no regulation against it. And there are some good credit counselors and some bad ones, but you really have to look at the fine print and understand in many cases, a credit counselor is actually acting as a debt repayment agent for your creditors. They might be able to help you reduce interest, but you're still going to pay everything back in full. And they're not going to have the skills to help you understand all of your options like a licensed insolvency trustee would be able to do. Uh, the final category of individuals people tend to reach out to, and this makes good sense, is family and friends. And of course, you know, the emotional support and encouragement can be a really big help. You know, if you can share your problem with someone that you care about and get some support, that's great. But you definitely need to think twice about getting into a situation where someone's going to try to help you by loaning you money or by co-signing a debt, a co-signing a consolidation loan. In many ways, you're just enlarging the problem. And I've had so many situations where family and friends have stepped in to help. And then the person still ends up needing to restructure their debts later. But now they're going to hurt the co signer when they're left on the hook for a debt that can't be paid. So those are the main places where people start. But certainly the takeaway is if you start with a licensed insolvency trustee, uh, you're definitely going to save yourself a lot of legwork and potentially heartache. Before we talk to Blair and ask him about debt management strategies and options, uh, or options actually, uh, if you already know that you want to reach out to Sands and Associates, it's very easy to do. Their 1-800 number is 1-800-661-3030. Also, their website is fabulous, sands-trustee.com. It's just filled with great questions and really thoughtful answers to all kinds of situations if you need a little bit more information before you make that phone call. But making the phone call is always the best thing to do for sure to set up that appointment. It's 1-800-661-3030. So let's talk about the basic overview of some of the debt management options or strategies that folks might try or consider trying. Yeah, so we we'll go through a few options here, Elaine, and certainly everyone's situation is different, and the types of debt and the balances that you have are often going to be really key factors in what option is best for you. Everybody's situation is unique, but there are some some typical hallmarks of each option we should call out. Uh, so, you know, the first one is the idea of a do-it-yourself plan. So if you don't have a whole lot of debt, there's not that many demands on your finances, you know, you might be able to get out of a debt situation just with some careful budgeting. So a couple of things here 
here, you'd want to start by listing all of your debts, uh, and then you can choose to prioritize either based on paying off your debts with the highest interest rates uh, first, or sometimes just clearing some of the debts with the lower balances, even though they might be a little bit lower interest, just getting them off your mind. Uh, you could also try to negotiate with your creditors to, to get a lower interest rate on your debt. Uh, one thing to keep in mind is if you're trying to do a self-directed strategy, if it's going to take you any more than five years to get out of debt, you would definitely benefit from discussing with a licensed insolvency trustee. The maximum term for a proposal is five years, and a lot of them are shorter than that. So do be careful if you're working out a do-it-yourself plan that you're not putting yourself on a plan that's going to have you paying off for decades, just making minimum payments, but really not getting ahead quickly. But if you only owe a few creditors money and the, the balances aren't hugely significant, sometimes just a little bit of budgeting can get you where you need to be. How about changing um, the borrowing structure? What does that mean and how does one even go about doing that? And, and is, there, is there a big benefit to it? Yeah, so this, it's kind of a, a little bit of a verbose way of saying, you know, consolidating your loans together, trying to just change the interest rates that you're being charged and simplifying things a little bit. So you might owe a bunch of, of different creditors money, some at higher interest rates or lower. So you can often save some money on your interest costs by combining some balances together, whether it's onto a line of credit, a consolidation loan, if you're able to qualify for it, or maybe even a balance transfer to a credit card at a lower interest rate. But of course, you need to be careful, there can be some costs to do transactions and sometimes lower interest rates are just promotional for a period of time. Uh, there's not really much benefit to this other than you're reducing your interest and you're simplifying your payments, but you still have to repay all your balances in full and you'll still have to pay whatever that new interest rate is. Um, again, as I mentioned earlier, if you're only able to get a consolidation loan by getting a co-signer um, to, to assign on the dotted line with you or by pledging some assets, I would say certainly think twice, pause, get some advice before you take that step. Uh, our advice on when it's wise to co-sign debt for somebody else is two words, almost never. So definitely think twice between, before you, you start to get a co-signer involved or if you are that co-signer trying to help somebody out. Does a credit counseling plan ever work for folks? Well, it certainly can. And I know if someone listens to the show long term, you'll, you'll hear me again and again saying there's a lot of concerns with credit counseling. And, and these are very, very valid concerns. But credit counseling can work for certain people. If you just have a few basic consumer debts, so nothing owed to the government, the government will never work with a credit counselor. But if it's just a few basic consumer debts, if the total balance is low, well, then sometimes a repayment plan through a credit counselor, it could be what you need if you're able to pay all the debts back in full, but you just need to break on the interest. So a credit counseling plan does not reduce your balance, but usually it will be able to freeze future interest as long as the creditors will agree to that. Uh, you definitely need to have eyes wide open to understand which of your debts can't be included in a credit counseling plan. And again, anything to Canada Revenue Agency, anything to the provincial governments, government debts just can never be dealt with in a credit counseling plan. Um, and you need to make sure you're getting value for money because no service is free in this world. Um, so if you're going on to a credit counseling plan, make sure you understand what you're going to be paying in fees and that you're going to get value for that, that the interest that you're, you're going to be saved is going to eclipse the amount of fees that you're paying. Okay, so again, we're, we're left with probably the best way, uh, if not the only way, to deal super effectively with any kind of debt, and that's making a consumer proposal. 
Yeah, it's not right for every situation, but I will tell you that 85% of the people that are coming in to see us at Sands and Associates, this is what they're opting to do. So even though bankruptcy is an option, certainly the vast majority of individuals are choosing to file a consumer proposal. And as long as your debts are less than $250,000, that excludes any mortgages that you might have. So it'd really be, there's not many people that are carrying $250,000 of unsecured debt. So it's a very flexible tool depending on your debt load. And it can deal with virtually all types of debt in a consumer proposal. So it's very explicit where a credit counselor can't deal with government debts or student loans or what have you. A consumer proposal can deal with all of those things from consumer credit cards, government tax debt, even serve overpayments, um, student loans, as I mentioned. And the way a consumer proposal works is not only do you save all of the interest, which is great, but you get the debt reduced down to what you can afford. So oftentimes the debts are cut by up to 50 to 80%. Uh, You don't need to have any credit history or credit rating as a qualifying factor because you're not borrowing any money. What's happening is a trustee is stepping in between you and your creditors, kind of like a referee, working out a reasonable deal. And in just about every case, your creditors will agree to a reduction in the consumer proposal because the alternative is often that they might end up with nothing or a much lower recovery uh, if you chose to file for bankruptcy or just not pay them in general. So a consumer proposal, very flexible, very powerful, um, and it can only be filed by working with a licensed insolvency trustee. So if you're starting to research online, you're typing in consumer proposals, sometimes you'll see some things that look you know, very shiny and interesting. But if you get down to it, unless it's a licensed insolvency trustee, that person can't help you file the proposal. And it's probably just going to charge you a bunch of fees to help explain things to you. So come directly to a trustee, you'll definitely get your best outcome. And Sands and Associates is a terrific place, if not the best place to start. They're very easy to access. Their phone number, 1-800-661-3030 for that first uh, consultation, as well as to find an office near you. And there's offices all over British Columbia right now. Um, and as well, their website, sands-trustee.com. You're listening to Dollars and Cents with Blair Manton from Sands and Associates, helping you get out of debt. You're listening to Dollars and Cents with Blair Manton from Sands and Associates, helping you get out of debt. I'm Elaine Scollin. We're going to talk about the consumer proposal, and we're going to go through it step by step, really to understand the process from start to finish, because it might be a brand new concept to you. And making a consumer proposal is one of the best ways to consolidate and cut debt. And Blair's going to explain some of the key benefits to consumer proposals, as well as how the process works for any BC consumer. Blair, can you start with explaining what the consumer proposal is and how the debt consolidation works? With pleasure, Elaine. I know we joke sometimes on this show that I really feel like my my life's purpose is to make people aware of consumer proposals because I believe it's so life-changing to have this type of a solution available. And I had personal experience, you know, early on in my professional career where someone came to me for financial advice and me having graduated from business school, working at an accounting firm, I had no idea the solution even existed. and I didn't give the best possible advice that could have been. Um, So that really compelled me to start to learn about proposals. And I'm so thrilled to be able to 
share that information with our listeners. So if someone is just tuned in and just doesn't know what a consumer proposal is, well, stay tuned because I think you're going to enjoy what you have to hear. So what a consumer proposal is, it's a legal way to consolidate your debt and actually cut the total that you need to repay to your creditors. So a consumer proposal puts all of your debts together into one interest-free agreement, and what you pay back is generally less than the full amount. It's often significantly less than the full amount. Sometimes it's in the range of 20 to 50% of what you owe. So someone might have a completely unmanageable debt burden, huge interest costs every month. They could file a consumer proposal, the interest costs immediately go to zero, and then working with the trustee, it's a matter of figuring out, well, what can they afford to reasonably repay given their income, given their household family situation, uh, really trying to set them up for success. And it could be as little as 20 cents on the dollar. It could be more than 50 cents on the dollar. Every situation is a little bit different, but in general, a consumer proposal offers some very significant debt reduction. Um, in addition to reducing the debt, there are still some other advantages to a proposal. So what happens, again, when you file the proposal, the debt are frozen. So the whole idea of this moving target every month, you get a statement where there's more interest put on it, you've made payments, but you maybe haven't gotten ahead. You know, that game stops completely. The debts are frozen. And what's also frozen is all the creditor harassment. So if anybody is threatening to send you to collections, maybe already taking your wages or threatening to seize assets, all that comes to an immediate halt immediately when you file a consumer proposal. Um, It's a very comprehensive solution. So just about every type of debt can be included in reduced. So everything from a payday loan to a credit card to student loans to taxes uh, to even pandemic benefits like a CERB overpayment, uh, that can all be included. Um, And you get the assistance of a licensed insolvency trustee through every step of the process. So it's not the case that you need to go and demonstrate to a bank, you know, that you're credit worthy and they're going to loan you some money uh, to pay off your debts. It's no, you need to just work directly with your licensed insolvency trustee. The only qualification is that you've got more debt than you're able to handle and you've got the objective of wanting to move forward uh, and make a reasonable settlement on that debt. Okay. Um, I'd like to give a quick example, if that's okay, Elaine, just to help yeah, do, fill please. in um, some, some of the numbers here. I think that, you know, the theory is good, but here's a proposal that we recently filed, and these are real numbers. So it was someone who owed $42,360, let's call it $43,000, uh, and they were struggling with their minimum monthly payments that were over $1,200 a month. Um, they made a consumer proposal, and in their case, we could reduce the debt by 55%. So it was reduced from $42,360 down to $18,000. Um, their monthly payment. To me, this is the best part because they were paying $1,200 a month. That was basically a recurring charge. It was just going to clear interest. Their debts weren't really getting paid down every month. In the proposal, it's $310 per month, and that goes away after 60 months, or if they're able to pay it off sooner, that's great. But this is not the never-never plan. This is you'll pay $310 a month. You'll pay back $18,600 to deal with a $42,360 debt situation. So it's that powerful. It's that life-changing. Imagine if you had a $1,200 payment that went down to $310. You didn't have to go into bankruptcy. You didn't have to surrender any assets. You just had to reach out for help to the right people, like a licensed insolvency trustee. And before you get to the next part about what somebody needs to do to start a consumer proposal, I just want to add um, the website, uh, sans-trustee.com. If you're wanting a bit more explanation uh, and you're thinking, okay, I didn't quite get all of that and you don't want to listen to the uh, the piece again, super easy to do by going to the website because it's just filled with such good questions and really clear, concise answers, easy to understand. It's sans-trustee.com. Or if you're 
you're ready to go and you want to make that first step and get an appointment and sit down with somebody, 1-800-661-3030. So what do you need to do before you start a consumer proposal? Uh, step by step, Blair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the, the first thing, so there's generally three steps, uh, and the first step is often the hardest one to take because there's a lot of uncertainty, and you know, a lot of people think when they start to reach out for debt help that the first thing's going to happen is they're going to be feel judged and looked down upon, Um, but I can absolutely guarantee you at Sands & Associates that's not our approach at all. We treat everybody with dignity, with empathy, and with respect as if it was ourselves or a very close family member experiencing a tough financial situation. So the first thing to do is to connect with a licensed insolvency trustee, and if you need to do a consumer proposal, it's imperative you understand the only person that can help you is a licensed insolvency trustee. You can't do a proposal by yourself, a credit counselor, debt settlement agent, no, not even a lawyer, nobody can do a consumer proposal on your behalf other than a trustee. Um, as anyone who listens to this show will know, it's free to connect with a licensed insolvency trustee. You can sit down for a confidential consultation at any point. Um, and if you're dealing with someone that says, you know, they want some fees, they'll introduce you to the trustee later, they need to refer you, you're not dealing with someone who's being ethical and straightforward. It should never cost you a dollar to sit down with a licensed insolvency trustee. Okay. Um the next step, and these are very similar to filing a personal bankruptcy in terms of the actual mm-hmm. process that you're going to go through with the, with the license insolvency trustee. Yeah, so the first step is that consultation that we were discussing, and during that consultation, we're going to look at all of your options. We'll explore whether a consumer proposal is a great option or not. Again, a lot of people that come in, they've just assumed, well, bankruptcy is the only thing available to them. They're kind of hanging their head a little bit, and then as soon as we can explain, well, actually, a consumer proposal uh, can help you avoid a bankruptcy. You know, it's upwards of 80 85% of our clients these days are choosing to file consumer proposals over bankruptcy, but we're going to explore every option during that initial consultation. Once you've had that initial consultation and we've estimated out what the proposal looks like, uh, the next step, if you want to move forward, is to start to complete an implication an application form and to start to send us your financial information. So the information form is available online. It's totally secure. We're going to ask you for some very basic information about debts, income, assets, you know, all pretty common sense things you would think someone would need to know if they're going to try to help you with your debt. And then once you've submitted that application form and the documents, we hold a second meeting to review everything. So we confirm that our estimates were accurate. You know, we estimated your income at 2800 per month. It's 2825 Okay, that's within our margin of error. All good. We We can proceed with the proposal um, that we had identified, and we also take as much time as necessary to answer all the questions. It's so important to us that we have what's called a no surprises experience. So, you know, we want you to feel confident from the first day that we've explained, you know, what could happen, the most common eventualities, what's likely to happen, so that you don't have the uncertainty that you might have had before you reached out where you're not sure what's going to happen. In a consumer proposal, you should know exactly what's going to happen. So that step two is where we complete, uh, we review your information, then we get the documents ready for signing. And that's where it's really important to know that a licensed insolvency trustee is the only one who's going to be able to um, usher you through this process. Uh, and it's really important, especially as you as we work a little bit farther once you get the, the signatures on all the papers. Yeah, so the step three is where we meet to sign the official proposal documents, and as soon as those documents are signed, and the vast majority of times we're doing that online, uh, completely 
secure signing solution. Uh, once those documents are signed, we immediately file the proposal with the federal government, with Industry Canada and the Office of the Superintendent of Bankruptcy, and all of those organizations make sure that everything goes according to plan. The proposal, it's enshrining Canadian law, and those organizations oversee every trustee in Canada. So ourselves at Sands & Associates, we make sure that everything we do is in accordance with all the rules and the regulations, but it also lets the creditors know that when they receive a consumer proposal from Sands & Associates, it's legally binding. They have to stop exactly what they're doing at that moment, pens down, no more collection calls, no more interest added. All they can do is decide whether to accept the proposal or not, uh, which in the vast majority of cases, 95% on the first offer, 99% with negotiation, um, they do vote to accept the consumer proposal. And can you just mention, not everybody has to accept it, but it's based on the majority of the, of the, of the uh, creditors. Exactly. That's such an important point, Elaine, because a lot of times people come in and say, you know, there's this one creditor that I know, they would never accept 20 cents on the dollar no matter what. And sometimes it's the government, for example, and there's a collector that said, hey, you're wasting your time. You think we're going to reduce the debt. What's great with a consumer proposal is it's majority rules and it's majority by dollar value. So if someone had $25,000 in debt, for example, all I need to say yes to that proposal is half of that debt, $12,500 in this case. If the government, for example, had you know, $10,000 of debt, but the other creditors had voted to accept that proposal, it wouldn't matter what the government had said against the proposal. Not even they can opt out of a consumer proposal. So as soon as we get over that 50% threshold, which as I mentioned, we get that in almost every proposal on the first offer, upwards of 95% of the time, as soon as we have that 50% threshold, the other creditors are legally bound by the terms of the proposal, even if, the, if it's completely at odds with what they would want, even if they would say they'd rather just sue you for the money. They're not allowed to do any of those things once a proposal is in force. So it's such a powerful debt solution that no, no, no creditor can opt out of. It's fully legally binding. It gives you the protection and the certainty um, that you need that you can bank on. And as we wind up this segment, Blair, can you talk about what else happens within the consumer proposal and, and how long it takes? Mm -hmm. Yeah, in a consumer proposal, it's a very unobtrusive process. So in a consumer proposal, you make the payments each month. Um, the only other main duty that you have to do is you have to attend two financial counseling sessions. And most people see this as a huge benefit. Sometimes part of the biggest value they got was some of the financial counseling. So we talked about how to rebuild your credit, how to set up a great household budget, how to build that emergency fund so that you'll be resilient again in the future. So there's two of those financial counseling sessions that you need to attend. Um, a lot of the other things you will do without even thinking about them. So, you know, you want to keep your taxes filed up to date, um, you know, pay any balances owing if they if they accrue, um, you know, stay in touch with your licensed insolvency trustee. If you receive an odd collection call or something, make us aware. We'll put a stop to it immediately. Um, but for the most part, it's making sure money's in your account every month for the payment, really focusing on those counseling sessions, and then starting to plan for the future, knowing that you've solved the problem of the past by doing this proposal. You've now made your debts manageable. You've eliminated all the interest, and you've got a solution that you can believe in. Yeah, boy, oh boy, the more I learn about consumer proposals, I think they're, what, what a gift they are to folks that are in serious debt but still have the ability to uh, pay, pay a portion or, or pay a percentage of it off. It's, it's really quite something. Yeah, again, it's what I was so passionate about getting into this profession was I think people need to know that this exists and the people that you owe money to are not going to tell you that. They're not going to say, hey, there's an option that we would have to charge a zero interest and take 30 cents on the dollar. But now you know if you've listened to this segment.
Yeah, exactly. And licensed insolvency trustee is the way to go. You're listening, the only way to go. You're listening to Dollars and Cents with Blair Manton from Sands and Associates, helping you get out of debt. You're listening to Dollars and Cents with Blair Manton from Sands and Associates, helping you get out of debt. I'm Elaine Scollin. So we're going to talk about four reasons uh, to get a debt-free plan. So before we actually start, Blair, I'm thinking that this isn't necessarily for somebody who's in dire straits, but just in some debt and wants to fix that or wants to work their way out of that. Am, am I right about that? Well, it could be for someone that's, you know, in very severe situations, but what we often find is, you know, people, it can be like, you know, the proverbial frog in the boiling pot of water. You don't actually realize when things go from something that's very manageable to something that's very unmanageable. It can be a gradual thing over time. Um, so I think the reasons that we're going to talk about could be applicable to people at various stages of whether they know they have a debt problem and they've just got, you know, a couple worries and they're trying to figure things out. Got it. So if you're looking for support, solutions to better manage your debt and move forward, if debt free is a goal, uh, then you're looking for and you're looking for a reason to get motivated to tackle it all. This segment's definitely for you. So, Blair, do a lot of people actually struggle with getting professional debt advice from a, a licensed insolvency trustee? Well, absolutely, Elaine. And that's such a reason for us to continue to do, do this show. I think we're into our, our fifth year now is because just about everybody that I meet with, they all say, you know, why did I delay so long? Um, people struggle oftentimes for years. And there's a number of reasons for it. You know, in our research, we find, uh, and this is very common sense, people are embarrassed when you find yourself in a situation where you're not able to pay your debts, you're not able to make good on that promise that you made to pay everything back. You know, it can be embarrassing. Um, sometimes even if that's not the bear, People just don't know where to turn to answers, uh, where to turn for answers and support. Um, and sometimes people self-diagnose and think, "Well, hey, my solution or my situation just can't be helped. There's no solution. I already know the facts, even if that might be incorrect." Um, so there's a bunch of factors sometimes that can lead to people, um, you know, really delaying sometimes up to two years reaching out for professional debt help. So, what do you think your number one reason is for people wanting to put a plan together? You know, the number one reason for people to go and get debt help is that you're going to stop the debt stress and the worry. Um, I've been a trustee for the last 13 years, and I can say there's not a single client that I've met with that has not had some impact from being in debt. And oftentimes the impact is severe. It can be paralyzing, can be all-consuming. Now, as we surveyed our client base every year, the most recent survey, over 75% of people that we polled said paying off their debt was what worried them most about money. So it wasn't about retirement. Uh, it wasn't about providing for others. It was, hey, am I ever going to get out of debt? And what we also found is that people feel that debt stress impact in virtually every impact or every aspect of their daily life. Uh, a lot of people said their debt worry was constant. It's not something five or 10 minutes at the beginning or end of the day. Uh, it's, you know, every moment of every day they find they're thinking about their debts. And some of the other impacts people told us about, they said their self-esteem suffered. Uh, people often felt alienated and alone. They had some strained family and other relationships. Uh, and then sometimes even health impacts like anxiety, depression, poor sleeping, heart and blood pressure problems, you know, essentially you name it, there are not many conditions that are going to be made better um, by debt stress. In fact, a lot of conditions can be created or ag aggravated just by you being in this constant state of stress. Now, I know you've got a couple of stats, which I think are really interesting from the BC Consumer Debt Study that you've done. 
Yeah, what's what's so gratifying to us, Elaine, is really seeing the transformation in people. And sometimes people are almost unrecognizable from the person that walked in the door the first day burdened by debt um, to the person maybe a couple months later has a proposal in place or nine months later is discharged from bankruptcy. So a lot of people fear seeking out that, that professional advice, but their research shows that oftentimes people think this is the best thing they could have done. They're happy to get the service. So we found 92% of people that we studied said the debt option they chose allowed them to feel good about the demands of their daily life. And over 80% of people said they would have acted sooner if they were aware of all the process details. So in my opinion, it's really that knowledge gap of people just not knowing that there is help and where to go and get it that leads to people suffering in debt for so long. Now, before we get to that second reason um, on the the best reason or one of the best reasons to get a debt-free plan, uh, if if you already know that you need to take some action, uh, how you get a hold of Blair and his huge team of experts when it comes to debt at Sands & Associates, this is their 1-800 number. It's 1-800-661-3030. You can also go to their website, sands-trustee.com. So let's cover that second reason to get that debt-free plan, Blair. Well, you want to get out of debt because debt costs you money and debt is getting more and more expensive, uh, literally by the day here, as we see what the Bank of Canada has been doing in, in recent times. Um, so the cost of carrying debt is a strain for many people. And if it's not a strain yet, just wait as these rates continue to go up. Anytime you carry a balance on credit, there's going to be a cost. And when you think about interest charges, financing fees, maybe there's some charges for being over limit or dishonored payments, it can be a very expensive bar. Uh, to keep a credit balance. And debt can get very expensive if your balances are primarily on a credit card. And obviously, be, be even aware that it can be even more expensive than a typical credit card if you're doing cash advances, or maybe you're buying all of those insurances, the balance protection insurance, the things that in my experience typically don't pay out, but cost you a whole lot of money. Um, if you're carrying a balance on a payday loan, you know a two-week payday loan can equate to an annual interest rate of over 400%, which often leads to a cycle where one payday loan is just taken out after another to pay back the previous ones. Uh, and then finally, if a lot of your debt is with Canada Revenue Agency, they're not the highest interest cost, uh, but certainly they've got the ability to add interest and penalties, uh, non-filing penalties, compliance penalties that can make that debt very expensive. Not to mention it's with the government, so it's a debt that you can't ignore. They can eventually become very aggressive very quickly. So the idea of getting a debt-free plan is it's going to make your monthly debt repayments affordable, and it's going to give you an idea of when you're going to actually be debt-free. Uh, because you might find, okay, I'm okay, I'm carrying all of my minimum payments each month, but you're not actually making any progress because the debt is so expensive because of all the interest charges. Now, let's talk about the consumer proposal, because I know that this is one of the best ways that you feel that people can get out of debt. And there's just so many good uh, pieces about it that make such good sense. Can we go right to that and talk about uh, why the consumer proposal stands out so far from all the rest for you? Oh, certainly, Elaine. I'd love to talk about that and give a couple of examples. Um, consumer proposals really are the best debt solution that you might never have heard of. And of course, if you listen to this show, you know it well, but I always think there's new listeners who need to, to just you know, really get the basics. So a consumer proposal is a mechanism where you can legally consolidate and cut all of your debt down to what you can afford to repay in full settlement. 
So instead of having a bunch of creditors, you're juggling payments, maybe they're threatening to sue you or take action, a proposal puts everything together into a single payment. It's all administered through a licensed insolvency trustee, and there's some incredible benefits. So you get the peace of mind of knowing you have a professional in between you and your creditors, but it gets better. Um, All those interest charges that you were being charged, they go to zero, literally zero the day you filed the proposal. There's not another dollar of interest that is charged. And what's the most powerful thing I think in a proposal is you're not required to pay back the full amount of the debt. Only a licensed insolvency trustee has the authority of the federal government legislation to say, you're going to pay back what you can afford to repay, which is often as little as 20 or 30 cents on the dollar. And it's a win-win to everybody. You're paying back what you can afford on the debt. Your creditors are getting some repayment back. Whereas if you decided just not to pay them or had to file for bankruptcy, they might end up in a worse spot. So in terms of some examples, um, you know, one person that we worked with quite recently had debts of $55,000. We were able to offer a proposal to reduce their debt by almost 60%, so down to $23,400, and their monthly payments were $650 for 36 months. So I remember dealing with that person, they had been carrying $55,000 of debt for a long time, and by the end of it, they just were in disbelief. You're telling me for the next three years, less than what I was making in minimum payments, they were paying a whole lot more than six fifty per month, but that six fifty per month payment over three years would get them out of debt without having to go bankrupt. Uh, they were just incredibly happy about that, and we see that you know hundreds of times a month across the firm here. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. And the thing is, and we'll just finish up the segment right now. I think Blair, um, one of the most important things is, is the base of knowledge that you and your entire staff, and you've got offices right across the province, uh, the base of knowledge that they come from to work with somebody regardless of their situation. And I just, I just wanted to throw that in. Um, I just think it's so important that people know they're dealing with experts, people who are completely, uh, uh, allowed in so many ways, legally bound to do this work for you. Uh, it's just such a, just such a relief for so many folks. So Sands and Associates is what we're talking about. That's where you go to get this kind of debt help and information and facilitation of dealing with your debts. You can access them through their website, sands-trustee.com. Their phone number, 1-800-661-3030. You're listening to Dollars and Cents with Blair Manton from Sands & Associates, helping you get out of debt. You're listening to Dollars and Cents with Blair Manton from Sands & Associates, helping you get out of debt. I just want to throw in the website too, just in case you want to jot it down, sands-trustee.com. So this one's all about moving on after personal bankruptcy. Money problems don't have to last forever. We're going to learn about how to move on with your life after bankruptcy. And boy, this is going to be such a good segment um, because it feels like, well, for folks who are in it or going into it or contemplating bankruptcy, uh, you know, the the other side of it is probably the something that they can't even believe is possible at this point, Blair. 
Yeah, you know, no one who comes into my office is typically having the best day of their life. And I, I understand that. And what we can do is we can meet that person with empathy, with kindness, and with optimism, with the benefit of, you know, over the last 30 plus years, more than 50,000 people in BC have used our services and been that much better off for doing so. But I understand in the moment when you're feeling like I can't meet my obligations, uh, you know, I've got this conception of a bankruptcy proceeding that is probably a whole lot worse than the reality of it. Uh, you know, it can be a difficult period in someone's life. Uh, and what we do is we just shine a light. We can show exactly how a bankruptcy could work. We can explain it's not this public shaming that you might think. It's not a proceeding that leave, leaves you with literally nothing, not even your dignity. It's meant to help you get back on your feet, get a financial fresh start. And it's meant to be a, a win on all sides, you getting rid of the debt and then becoming a productive, contributing consumer where the banks can all make money again in the future. Um, there's a lot of, of optimism that can come through a bankruptcy proceeding. Um, what bankruptcy means in Canada is personal bankruptcy. It's a legal solution. It allows an individual to get debt relief and have their debts forgiven. What happens when you file for bankruptcy is you get immediate debt relief and then you work through the process to receive an official discharge, which is your release from bankruptcy. And at that time, all the debts that you filed for bankruptcy, they're frozen on the day you file. Once you work through the, the proceeding of bankruptcy, satisfy the obligations you have to do, all those debts are considered forgiven and legally written off by your creditors. We're going to talk about this a little bit later, but working through the process of bankruptcy, it's not typically years. Uh, it can be as little as nine months. So we're not talking about a 10-year plan. We're talking about something that can pretty quickly get your life back on track. Excellent. Okay, so where do you want to start? Do you want to, you know, what, is it, what does it mean to file for bankruptcy in this country? Yeah, well, I, I think first off, something for people to know is that the option and decision to file for personal bankruptcy is yours and yours alone. There's no qualifying body that's going to look at you and say, oh, no, you're not worthy of this relief. It's your option. And conversely, I've never met a client who's been forced into a bankruptcy. So as much as your creditors might threaten, you know, they're going to take you to court and force you into bankruptcy, that just doesn't happen. What happens is an individual finds themselves with too much debt, more debt than they're able to pay, and they seek out a licensed insolvency trustee. And the individual gets to choose that licensed insolvency trustee. And that's why we know at Sands and Associates, it's so important, you know, to treat the clients with respect, with dignity, with empathy, um, as they reach out, because we're not the only trustee that's available. Um, the legislation is what it is. But it really that working relationship with your trustee, that's why people make the choice on which firm they're going to work with. Uh, they want to feel like they're going to be valued, um, and have, you know, as smooth as, as possible, a ride through an insolvency proceeding. Uh, what's the eligibility to file for bankruptcy is you just have to owe more than a 1000 dollars and not be able to repay that debt. So that amount hasn't changed since the Great Depression when $1,000 was a huge amount of money. And I've got nobody that files for bankruptcy at $1,000 of debt. But do people file at five, ten, fifteen thousand? Yeah, depending on the situation, on their income, on the stress level they're experiencing. You know, essentially, if you've got more debt than you're able to handle, bankruptcy is an option to consider. It's not the only option, but it's certainly an option um, that, that can have some merit. And finally, when you start the bankruptcy, it means that you no longer have any obligations to your creditors. Uh, you start to work with the trustee. The trustee steps in the middle like a referee, explaining to your creditors how they have to back completely off and explaining to you, here's what you have to do to complete the bankruptcy successfully. 
Okay, Sands and Associates, that's who Blair is. Uh, you can give them a call. They've got offices all over British Columbia if bankruptcy, or if you feel that bankruptcy is your next step, or at least you want to sit down and talk about it, 1-800-661-3030 is the number. And I wanted to ask you, Blair, when it comes to bankruptcy, I'm just assuming that a bankruptcy would virtually uh, resolve all types of debt that someone would have. That's right, Elaine, and that's the right way to say it is it's virtually all types of debt. So any credit cards, student loans, lines of credit, amounts owing to government, to private individuals, you know, going through my mind, just about every debt that you have can be dealt with in a bankruptcy. Uh, a couple of exceptions to that are the things that would just make sense. So things like child support or alimony, those can't be discharged in a bankruptcy. Those are family obligations that have to be either the court will determine uh, or satisfied over time. Um, other than that, you know, things like a car loan or a mortgage. Mortgage. If you go into a bankruptcy, it's not an automatic thing that you have to give up your house or your car. If you're able to continue making payments on a mortgage or a car loan, uh, depending on the amount of equity that's there, most people are able to retain all of their assets through the bankruptcy. And what happens when you're going through a bankruptcy, what you're required to do, there's a lot of myths and there's a lot of thinking. Again, it can be a five, six, seven year pro program. Uh, again, for most people, it's about nine months from when it starts to finish. And the key things that an individual has to do is kind of three big things. So number one, for every month that someone's in bankruptcy, they have to file a monthly budget. So they have to just track their income, track where the money went. They don't need proof of all their expenses, just the proof of the income each month. And that's to ensure the person's living within their means each month. And it's also to determine how long a bankruptcy would last and what payments they're required to make. So about 80% of the work an individual does in a bankruptcy uh, is just keeping that monthly budget, which is just really great financial hygiene, just a great habit to get into. Uh, second thing is they have to attend two financial counseling sessions. They're private one-on-ones, not a group session or anything like that. Just one-on-one -on -one really detailed counseling to help understand what created the, the situation of the insolvency uh, and how do we avoid that in the future. Uh, and then the last thing is the person has to make some payments. So for 80% of people who are low income, they file for bankruptcy. It's over and done with inside of nine months. And over those nine months, they're required to pay a total cost of $2,300, which is about $255 per month. Usually it's a whole lot less than what they were paying on their debts. And again, after nine months, that's their full obligation. They move on leaving all the debt behind. That's amazing. Nine months versus seven years, which is sort of what the, the myth is that's out there. Mm -hmm. Crazy. So what happens when you're done? What's a, How does the discharge work, the completion work, Blair? Yeah, once you've finished the, the bankruptcy, so the nine months are over, you've done the budgets, done the counseling and paid the fees, you receive an official discharge from bankruptcy, which is my favorite part of the job is signing those discharge certificates because I know how much it means to somebody when they get that certificate that says, as of this day, you are full and finally released from all of these debts that you have that were dragging you down before. Not those exact legal words, but pretty close to it. <laughs> um, so you get your certificate of discharge. Uh, from then, the biggest focus is just on rebuilding your credit. It's not that we want to rush you back into credit far from that. But a lot of people have hesitations for filing a bankruptcy because they think, you know, it's, it's going to kill their credit for the rest of their life. They'll never be able to be financially successful again. Uh, and that's completely false. So what happens when you finish the bankruptcy is people can start rebuilding their credit. And in as little as two to three years, you could probably qualify for a mortgage without any crazy risk premium, even get a, a car loan at standard rates. But it's depending on you really making some good positive stories on your credit report after 
after the bankruptcy. What happens when you finish bankruptcy is for the next six years, if somebody pulls a credit report, they're going to see a bankruptcy has been filed. Um, but again, if someone does their own research or just from my experience, it's about a two or three year calendar from when someone can start to move to a secured credit card, to an unsecured credit card, to finally being again considered for mortgages, lines of credit, so on and so forth. So not a life sentence by any means. You do have to do the right things after the bankruptcy, which is just paying everything on time all the time. And we tell you exactly how to do that in the counseling sessions. Uh, it's certainly something you will recover from. Excellent. The phone number is 1-800-661-3030, or you can visit their website at sands-trustee.com. You've been listening to Dollars and Cents. See you next time. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.